Okay. Hi, guys. Welcome back to my lovely podcast. Um, this is considered like season two of Project Six Pod podcast. <laughs> this is really interesting because I'm filming it instead of just talking to you guys on a microphone. I think this is really interesting and I'm really excited to start doing this this year, this school year. I am currently a sophomore at Fordham University Lincoln Center. and um I started filming these because I was like okay what can I do to really like take it up a notch because my major is new media and digital design so I was like wait I should start recording them so right now I'm currently recording in my there's a butterfly over there (laughs) I'm currently recording in my campus apartment however I have scouted a place in Brooklyn that I may start my recordings at too at a very reasonable price because I do want to further this along and see where this takes me and everything and since I do want to work in digital media this is like a perfect platform to start because it's my own creation I'm basically the CEO (laughs) so yeah um this is really interesting like watching myself do this But yeah, that's what I wanted to start doing. And also, you guys don't have to watch this video. You guys can listen to it in your through your headphones, like you were my previous episodes. And yeah, if you want to sit and watch me, you can. But this is just temporary background for now. Maybe for like the next two three weeks, and then hopefully we'll be in the Brooklyn um, studio. Hopefully, it's in Williamsburg and it's really cute. So I'm like praying it'll be cute and good (laughs) so um I'm just gonna give you guys a little update on my life because also this podcast episode is a little bit of an update on my life as well when it comes to summertime so as I said before I'm a sophomore at Fordham University and we started school like about like three weeks ago and yeah like That's basically what it is. This summer, I went home. I stayed here. I went to Canada. I went to Boston. And I'm just meeting people and having a really, really good time. And also on this podcast, some of my amazing friends will be on here and amazing people that I know in the community. And I just want to spread love, I guess. (laughs) So yeah, I feel like that's like a good intro to really like start off with you guys. So today, what we're going to be talking about. So today, what we're going to be talking about and my first podcast of season two, season two is, is summer travel necessary? That is a big thing that has been on my mind this whole summer. And I've thought I would just talk to you guys about it because maybe some of you guys can relate to my dilemmas or relate to my um like affirmations or like challenges or yeah so in general I I have a little notebook by the way guys because sometimes I forget and I don't want to go on a tangent especially now that I'm filming so yeah (laughs) but this summer I stayed in New York City because I took two core classes just to kind of like get them out of the way because they're not my favorite. I took philosophical ethics and I took uh, biology, human function, and dysfunction. I did pretty well in both of the classes, which I was 
very surprised about special biology because I'm not the best at science, but apparently I did pretty good in that class. And I applied to those classes, I think around end of March or April timeframe. And I told myself, I was like, okay, there are three days a week. And then the other days, like on the weekend, I can like travel somewhere or whatever, somewhere close, like Boston or going on like a day trip to like Cold Springs or Pelham and or Beacon and stuff. And long story short, it didn't happen. So funny. I actually started going to Cold Springs this year, like this like last week, it was Labor Day weekend or like the week before with my friend because we went hiking up there, which I will share more when I talk about where I have traveled um, later in the episode. But basically, um, I stayed up here to do summer classes and I didn't realize that I knew summer classes were more intensive than semester classes. However, I didn't realize how much more of like the work I would have to do because in the semester classes, they usually grade you by obviously participation and like little like quizzes and things along the way. However, in these, we were more so graded like sparsely on journals. And and we had to do journals around like, I would say every class. And these were extensive journals. We had to read like almost 30 pages for each class. So it was like a lot of work. And basically my weekends were just filled with doing that and then sparsely doing things around the city and doing like little seasonal things like summer at Lincoln Center, et cetera. So my summer was basically consumed by school. That's why when I came back to school right now, I was not blindsided by how much work I would have to do because I did so much more work in the summer that the work I'm doing right now doesn't feel as strenuous, which is great because last year I was just like, I feel like I was bombarded, but right now I don't feel bombarded and I'm ahead in the core, which is amazing. And I'm really grateful for that. And cause I was not going to do summer classes, but I did it. I feel like honestly, the only reason why I did want to do summer classes, not going to lie is because um, I want to stay in New York City for the summer. I want to stay in the city for the summer because I didn't want to go back home. My family moved from Hawaii, but I still say I'm from Hawaii and like class icebreakers because that's still my p- permanent address. <laughs> but my family moved from Hawaii and I didn't want to spend the whole summer in North Carolina because I knew I really wasn't going to do much. So I was just like, I might as well take two core classes, get ahead, and then spend the summer here in New York and work. Um, I barely worked in the summer. I actually started pet sitting and babysitting, and I barely did it in the summer. So I was just kind of just having the time of my life. But it was still kind of boring because I'm so used to traveling as a person. And since I didn't travel that much this summer, it was just kind of just like, like, I don't know. It just felt the feeding, even though I'm doing something that I love to do, which that's also a whole nother topic of finding happiness in materialistic things and like materialistic moments. Yet when you're actually in that moment of happiness that you always dreamed of, you're not happy. So it's really like, that's a whole nother topic that we're, that I'm not going to get into right now, but maybe I'll get into it later. Who knows? Who knows? But I really wanted to talk more about, 
like memory of this summer, I forgot what I mainly did in the city because I was in the city so much this summer that like you forget what you do sometimes. The only memorable thing I can remember what I really did in the city was I went to the Governor's Ball Festival and I saw I Spice, I saw Kendrick Lamar, and I saw Lil Uzi Vert, and I went with my best friends. And that was kind of like the only memorable thing I really remember of being here in the summer, which is so ironic because New York City has so much going on, which I think that's like a thing with being overstimulated that since there's so much going on, you're kind of just like bombarded and you can't really figure out like what you're doing like or like what's you're surrounded by I don't know it's a whole thing with me being overstimulated so I felt like I couldn't really remember much of what I did this summer besides GovBall here in the city and it's just like a another I don't know every day just felt like it just blends in next I felt like COVID I felt like I was living through COVID again, which was also a bad time in my life too. So I don't want to go back there, but that's how it felt for me. And yeah, that was like pretty much like what I can really remember. I know I did more. I know I went to Brooklyn. I know I went to Queens and like did things around here, Manhattan and everything. And I didn't go into Bronx this whole summer, which is wild. But yeah, that's like pretty much what happened to me. <laughs> um, but I did end up traveling later on in the summer. I went to Boston and I went to Canada, but I also traveled periodically to go back home and see my family at, towards the beginning of the summer. And I would definitely say, this is my baby. <laughs> I would definitely say the realities of airports are horrible. The idea of traveling is amazing because I've traveled my whole life. I've also lived in different places my whole life. So it's kind of just like you're used to traveling and going through TSA, showing your passport or your state ID, or in my case, like my dependent military ID because of my parents and like going in like the lounges or if they didn't have a lounge, you would just sit and wait and eat and yada, yada, yada. And I realized that I did not like that at all. <laughs> I realized that a lot this summer or like not this summer, but like, yeah, actually this summer, um, because I did travel a lot during the school year to go back home a lot and obviously Hawaii. But when I traveled this summer, I realized I was like, wait, no, I like kind of don't like this. I always dreaded the idea of like going through TSA and stuff, especially when it's like a long wait. I was also stranded in Orlando, Florida this summer for two days. Thank God my grandparents came and got me. Um, I would definitely say Jacksonville, Florida has the worst TSA I've ever witnessed, ever witnessed. I love my family because I love going back home to Jacksonville, but they have the worst TSA ever. And I realized I don't have jewelry on. Oh my God. <laughs> but I don't like airports, which is such an interesting, like, sorry such an interesting like juxtaposition because I love traveling but I hate airports like it doesn't make any sense whatsoever and I hate getting on planes I cannot sleep when I'm on planes I have to get melatonin to help myself sleep melatonin to help myself sleep on the plane because I can't sleep while I'm on an airplane for some reason I start getting motion sickness a lot and like Basically, my rating of airport is like a negative 10 
I hate airports, but I love traveling. And that's the whole thing with like the reality of the airport. If you want to travel, you have to just kind of like go through the emphasis of the airport. And yeah, but my favorite airport I have been to is the one, I think it's like in Baltimore, the one for like Washington, D.C. I do like that one because they have a Chipotle and a Chick-fil-A and a Subway and a McDonald's in there. And they have a Mac store. And that's where I got some of my like stuff. So that's my favorite airport besides Honolulu's airport because it's beautiful and gorgeous and they have a garden. So, yes, that's like the reality of airports. And, you know, vacation, when I say like I wanted to go to like small things, like go to Cold Spring and stuff like that this summer, it made me think like, is that considered a vacation? What is considered a vacation? And, what constitutes as being successful enough to go on a big vacation. So um, this past year, I went on a big vacation with some old friends of mine um, to Puerto Rico. And I feel like that constitutes as like a big vacation. But I feel like even going to Cold Spring and just spending time there, which if you don't know what Cold Spring is, it's a little town about like 45 minutes away from New York City. I feel like that's also considered a little vacation or a little getaway because you're you're going somewhere that's out of your comfort zone or out of where you live and you're spending time and enjoying what that place has to offer. So I feel like little things like that can be constituted as a vacation as well. Um, even if you're just going 30 minutes away, 45 minutes away, if you're going somewhere that has like a totally different time zone. I think it's all considered a vacation depending on how your attitude is about it. So I've been on small vacations. I've been on big vacations. I've been on medium-sized vacations, I guess. But I feel like it's all considered a vacation. So I don't want people to think that if you go somewhere that's 30 minutes away from your house, like if you live, I don't know, somewhere in Florida, but Disney is 30 minutes away, but you guys stay two nights at Disney, it's still considered a vacation because you're enjoying a place that you don't live at and you're enjoying the resources of that place. So I kind of have to like think about things through that mindset as well and think about how like, oh wait, like this is still a vacation. You can enjoy yourself. It's okay. Like you do not have to dip to another Caribbean island or go back somewhere in Europe to to let it be considered a vacation. Just chill. So I have to tell myself that and I hope you guys are able to tell yourselves that as well too because I feel like that would help and being successful enough to go on a vacation. So when I went to Puerto Rico, I went when I was 18 with friends, old friends. And um I don't consider myself successful yet. Success is also a journey, it's not a destination. You can be successful gradually it doesn't just happen you have like a four hundred thousand dollar job like you know it's gradual success and there's things that come along the way I learned that from dance moms Debbie Allen said that and so I believe that you don't have to be successful enough to go on a vacation if you think you are financially stable enough to go on a vacation go on the vacation I don't think you should like measure yourself and your self-worth of a vacation by how successful you are. Now, it's a different story if you can't manage your finances well, if you can't like invest in certain things well, that's a different story. But if you feel like you are able to go on a vacation, go on the vacation. 
Um, I went to San Diego by myself my senior year of high school. I went to Boston by myself and my cousin, my cousin, this year. And I went to Puerto Rico last year. I am no means have a career. I am no means as successful as you would think a person is when they go on these types of trips. Even though they're like, I, mm, <laughs> I got my tickets ahead of time and they were cheaper though. So you just kind of have to think about if you want to go on these certain trips and you want to budget, try to like get a timeline. That really helps with me and everything. So I feel like success doesn't constitute for a good vacation. I think what constitutes for a good vacation is your attitude towards it and not saying that you should wait to be successful to go on a certain vacation. I think if you do have the means to do it, do it because you never know, like you may not live to that age of like you want to go on that vacation or you idealize yourself to be on that vacation. So I feel like that's kind of like a YOLO thing, you know, like, yeah, I don't know. (laughs) I do love vacation with my parents though, because they have more perks. Because when I vacation by myself, I don't have as much perks, but I love vacationing by myself as well too. You should be able to learn to be okay to vacation by yourself as well as with family members and friends and a significant other, which is interesting. But that's a whole other topic for maybe if I feel like it having an episode about all of that. And um, so another thing was actually speaking about traveling with the family. I love traveling with my family. Once again, like I said, like obviously like the perks that my parents have, but also because the familiarity of them and also being comfortable enough to do and say certain things while you're on vacation with them. Once again, like it's different when you're vacationing with friends, especially if they don't have the same um, racial or ethnic background as you because you may go to a place that more is adhered to you than to them and they may feel uncomfortable and like vice versa or they may not really understand the social norms of a certain place and um and also like different background when it comes to respect and honor that's a whole nother thing with hawaii because i'm not gonna say who but i did see some people go to hawaii after the fires this year and i just think it's like that's a whole nother topic Ugh, i keep saying these things i'm like that's a whole nother topic that's a whole nother topic but like it really is because these little like vacation things and the things I'm saying in this episode has so many sub levels to it. And I think I have an episode title about that. So stay tuned for that, of course. <laughs> but traveling with family to me is like really nice. I love traveling with my family. I love traveling, especially when my sister is there. And I love traveling with my mother and my grandparents. It's just such like a nice thing to do and I feel like it also brings families together when they travel together and so I really personally enjoy it and I absolutely love doing it so yeah and finally the last topic of this podcast today is not waiting on people to travel with and also well actually there's like a whole nother topic which I'm so excited to get into but this is going to be a little one um Yeah, so not waiting on people to travel. Um, 
that's a really like rocky thing because I thought about that when I was writing this and I was like, wait, no, people have different personalities. People have different priorities. People don't want to do this and do that, which is totally okay. And I have some friends who I wanted to travel with this summer, but like they didn't want to go. And I was like, that's totally okay. But it's not okay when like people basically like just outright don't want to travel with you because then it's like what is going on you know like it's totally different when they have like different jobs and responsibilities but like not wanting to travel with their friend because of like weird reasons is like not okay so I say guys if you guys want to go travel go travel by yourself go travel with a family friend go travel with a cousin a sister a brother an uncle an aunt your mom your dad your grandparents like go travel if you really want to go somewhere. Um, I think it's beneficial for you because it helps you grow as a person, but also, and and also it helps you realize like you can go do this. You can be independent and like, it's okay. And maybe turn out better than you expect it. And traveling with like family, because usually family is always the default. If like friends or a significant other doesn't work out. Once again, it's amazing because they know you more than anyone else out here knows you. So go travel with your family or go travel alone. Don't wait on people to travel with, like, at all. I don't know if it's the brightness of my phone that's getting dark or it's because the sun is coming out. I don't know, but I still look good. <laughs> um, I hope you guys aren't watching this video or maybe you guys are. I don't know. I just like plan on people just like listening but until I get my new location but yeah <laughs> um and then finally the last topic we're going to be talking about is solo travel TikTok as well as solo travel as a black woman so we're just gonna start with like the black woman topic first so solo travel as a black woman I don't know how that would be because I've never every time I would solo travel I always had family on the other end and I've, so I've never solo traveled and I didn't have family or friends to come pick me up or to go to their home or whatever. Um, so I can't really like say how that is. However, I see a lot of TikToks about black women giving tips about solo traveling, especially in Europe and how that is um, a really interesting concept to really talk about. So with me personally, with solo traveling, I feel like it is okay to do it, but you have to be aware of the place that you're going to. And this is advice for all of you guys and myself, because there are some places out here in the world that do not like Black people coming to their countries or to their cities. And that's just the truth of the fact. And it's sad because you still have preconceived notions about a whole race of people based off of idiotic stereotypes. But however, it's the truth. Um, there are people who are truthful about their disdain for Black people. There's a lot of people in almost every culture besides ours that don't dis that dislike Black people or have a word that's degrading about Black people. I just saw a TikTok about it, and I don't want to talk about it, but I just saw one um, about a Pacific Islander woman, which is really interesting. But, um, yeah. And... I think people, especially Black women, have to be aware of certain places that we can go and where we would be accepted at. Me personally, I never really saw my skin color as a barrier unless another person pointed it out. 
which says a lot about society and says a lot about how people view me, even though I don't view myself in that way. It's just society. It's just life. There are people in New York City who kind of look at me funky. And I'm just like, dude, like there's a lot of black people in the city. Get over it. There's rich, there's poor, there's upper middle class, there's lower middle class. Like there's black people. Get over it. But there are some places like um, South America or some places in Europe or some places in Asia who are not very keen on seeing black people. So I like my advice for that and also advice for myself is you just research where you're going to go and also look at how they treat black people and um, as well as sorry, I just like blanked out, but look at how they treat black people as well as how they treat um, travelers going there and if it's safe and yeah, just be on the lookout and yeah. And then my last topic is solo travel TikTok altogether, which I think that's a really interesting concept to talk about because I, me personally, I love seeing solo travel TikTok because I think it's so real and they give out such good tips and advice and I would definitely say like another advice, a little tidbit for me is to like, if you want to solo travel, please watch TikToks. Please, if if you are a person of color, watch TikToks of a person who looks like you who is solo traveling, because I feel like that would really help. And it will also help you figure out places that you think is good for you to comfortably solo travel at. And I think it would be really nice to be able to do that. Okay, guys, so this is the end of my podcast, my first ever video recorded podcast filmed. I sound like a director right now, like director, producer, CEO, I'm kidding, but like, no, Um, I'm really excited to start doing this more as well as start filming more, and I'm going to try to do this every week, next week. Um, my friend coming on, which she is a very exciting person, and I'm really excited for you guys to meet her. And we're gonna ask her a few questions about her music, Fordham, and just we're just gonna be talking about life in general, which I'm very excited about. And stay tuned for the new location in Brooklyn, hopefully. But this is gonna be the cute little location for right now, or maybe our business school. Maybe next week we'll do the business school. So we'll see. But I like this right now for like single talking. So we'll see. But yeah, thank you guys so much for listening to my podcast. This one was only about like 30 minutes long, which usually my podcasts are like 40 minutes long. So 10 minutes off. (laughs) But I thank you guys for listening to it. And I can't wait for you guys to listen to more or even watch me more this year. And fingers crossed we'll have more things happening this season for me so thank you so much for watching make sure you follow me on spotify and follow me on apple podcast which is both project six um or you can just look me up miyamari and my instagram is miyamari and as well as my tiktok so yeah (laughs) as well as the (laughs) project six pod instagram so go follow her she's really cute And yeah, thank you so much for listening and watching. If you guys literally sat here and watched me, thank you so much. Um, But I hope you guys really enjoyed. And now I have to go do homework. So life of a college student. Okay, well, bye. Hope you enjoy. And yeah, so bye.